through that, only because um, I wasn't too sure what culture meant and was it here before God? Was God here before it? So I was um, actually thankful for the challenge of seeking and finding and helped me to see better what God was saying concerning culture. Yes. Right. So you rise in the back. Okay, so first we're gonna start with the definition of culture. It's the set of shared attributes, values, goals, and practices that characterize an institutional organization. And in the Message Bible, Genesis 1 and 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the flesh and the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the creeping cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. God created man in his own image. God-like. The Message Bible says God-like. And God created him, male and female created them. God's command to man was to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and take charge, subdue. In other words, fruitful meant to prosper. We think prosper means financial. Prosper means to promote, advance, success. Be fruitful. If I'm making you in my image, I'm asking you to be fruitful, reproduce me, multiply, continue to spread me out to fill the earth, subdue. So whatever's not subject to me, Bring it down. I give you that power wow, to do so. Wow, Amen. Wow, wow. Now, culture, kingdom culture was established before the culture we see in society today. What we see today is culture without God. So yet there are still set shared attributes, values, goals, and practices that characterize an institutional organization. But it's not God's organization. Man decided to establish, set something with some rules and some systems that God wasn't involved in at all. Amen. So even when you see the success in the world, God still gave man that command, prosper, reproduce, multiply, fill the earth. But without God, this is what we see. Amen? Amen. Amen. Honey, you don't have the message Bible version? Didn't do your job yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that better because of what it says. Okay, okay. Okay, 18 and 19. All right. Now, culture today has no moral reference. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have where we say, okay, this is what we're doing. It doesn't look like it should look like this reference here. That's why culture continues to change, where back in the 50s, was it 50s with Lucille Ball? You wouldn't even see her sleep in the same bed as her husband. Uh -huh. There was a morality there that, you know, it's, it's inappropriate. Now, marriage is not even involved. You don't even have to. It's, it is what it is. He, she, 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 he, he. Yeah. There's no moral reference. Yeah. So that's where you see God's out of everything. Amen. And that's Amen. back to the attributes, the values, the characteristics of what culture is. Amen. Society's culture, not God's culture. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen. Now, in Genesis 1, 29 to 30, Thank you, honey. And God said, Behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in it, which is fruit of, of which is the fruit of tree yielding seed. It shall be for meat, and to every beast of the field, and every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth on the earth, wherein there is life. I've given you every green herb for meat, and it was so. Now God is giving you seed. Honey, this is King James. You have a message. 
<laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Seed-bearing plant. Here's the plants. Here's the seeds. Here's the fruit with the tree, the tree that bears fruit. I'm giving it to you. How easy was that? There was no toil. It was laid out for us. All we had to do was be. Till the ground. Check it out. The mist. You don't have to hose down your lawn. You don't have to make sure your garden is you know, cultivated. It's available. I just need yes. you to be there. Keep it. I'm giving it to you. I'm making your life easier. I just need you to be. I need you to take this. Prosper. Multiply. Fill it. Spread it out. Wherever you go. Yes. Make me reflect throughout the earth. That was our job. Yes. Amen. Then, now we need to break down kingdom. Kingdom. Honey, you could do that, right? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Because we need to know what God's kingdom is in culture and yeah. what culture is in God's kingdom. All right. You can't take one out of the All other. Right. Okay? All right. Now, kingdom, a realm, or region in which something is dominant. An area or sphere in which one holds a preeminent position, paramount, rank, dignity, or importance, outstanding supreme. That sounds like God. Yeah. Now, this is Webster's Dictionary. The last definition says of kingdom... The realm in which God's will is fulfilled. Yes, that's Webster's. Not a not a concordance. Not a you know none of that. Not a lexicon. Okay. So the kingdom of God is the realm in which God's will is fulfilled. The kingdom of God was down on earth. It was here. He created a culture for us to live in, to establish His ways, His reflection. He needs to be reflected throughout the earth. He needed for whenever you see, when someone sees you, they need to see God. They see you and they need to see God. God like, he's not looking for perfection. He just needs to have a reflection of himself on the earth. It's a hurting world now because of culture change. Now, this is important. Honey, I know you, you, need, you need to have, you need to have a message for this one, honey. So let's go to Genesis 3. I love him. Genesis 3 and 16 to 19. Amplifies good, honey. That's good. <laughs> this was the penalty for disobedience. And every time I read this, I just get mad. Three sixteen to nineteen. You know the story. But all that he said, he gave us the seed bearing tree, fruit bearing tree, seed bearing plant. Okay. To the woman, he said, "I will greatly multiply your grief and suffering in pregnancy, and pangs of childbearing, and spasm of distress. You will bring forth." This doesn't even sound the same person who told me to go prosper. Not even, right? Adam, because you've listened, you've given heed to your wife, you ate the tree, I commanded, you'll eat of it. The ground is under a curse because of you. The same ground he initially gave us that would just spring up seed and plants and whatever you need, the mist mist would would come up and water your grass and help feed your flock and yourself. This is the same what he gave in the beginning. This is what ends up with disobedience. You shall not eat of it. The ground is under a curse because of you. In sorrow and toil shall you eat of the fruits of all the days of your life. That's, that hurts. Oh, God, it does. It really does. Because to me, it was always a free place to be. God didn't ask for much. And it took rebellion for man's rebellion to come in and switch that whole thing upside down. Yeah. This is not the loving God I see who was walking in the cool of the day. Yes. Adam, where are you? That's not the yeah. same one. Yeah. Out of that, just that one seed of disobedience. Yeah. So here's where culture changes. All right. Genesis 3.15, honey, amplified. Thank you, baby. 
And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between her offspring and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise and tread your head underfoot and he, you will lie and wait and bruise his heel. Enmity. Now this is where we see how cultures continue to clash. Oh. It was never God's intent for the culture of the world and the kingdom of God to be so different and be one. Enmity, the state of feeling of actively opposed or hostile to someone or something. The synonym for that is hostility, animosity. I'm going to put animosity between your seed and her seed. You're never going to get along. It's never going to happen. Our job in this earth as ages of God is to bring the kingdom down in the invisible to the visible. This is how we counter a culture. It's not that people want to do the wrong thing. It's people don't know what they don't know. Right. right. So to keep right. a secret, to just know who God is for us, and not to share that and plant the seed and allow it to prosper and multiply and fill the earth, that's our job. We're expecting God to just do it because we see all this impossibility. And an important thing to know is, again, I keep going back, God gave us the ability to prosper the ability to multiply, the ability to fill the earth and subdue. These are human attributes that he's given us that he's never taken away because of the penalty. So when you see the world succeeding, it's still prosper, right. multiply, fill the earth and subdue. So when you see other spheres of influence, God doesn't take away the talents and the right. giftings because right. you're not saved. Right. Right. But the problem is the enemy has them as a tool and he's having them prosper multiply, yeah. fill the earth, and subdue. Yeah. Our yeah. job is to take that, put it back in the hands of God, because it's not Christ is countering yeah. a culture. He's recountering a culture. The original culture was the culture of Christ. Yes. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. So he's taking back, redeeming, recovering, remembering us as a body that we can bring the culture of God, the kingdom of God, back to this earth, to heal this earth, and to do what initially God's intent was, That's to give good. him glory throughout the earth. So good, so good. Amen. Amen. Yes. Romans 8 and 7. Amplified. That is because the mind of the flesh, with its carnal thoughts and purposes, is hostile, uh -huh. enmity between enmity. God. Uh -huh. For it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Mm -hmm. You on your own do not have the ability to walk in the ways of God. You need the spiritual change. It has to be the Holy Spirit in you to guide you to even have an idea of what it is God wants for your life. So we can't, with our own abilities, figure out what it is that God's will is. Again, God's will. What did we say God's will was in kingdom? God's will? Kingdom meant, uh, I got it. My name's so far. What was that, honey? You said it? The realm in which God's will is fulfilled. We have to take the realm out of heaven yeah. and bring it back to this yeah, earth. Good. Back to this earth. That's good. That's good. The NIV says the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, or can it do so? In Genesis 3 and 6. That's so good. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired, 
to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat it and gave it also to her husband, which did he eat. That was the seed of disobedience. It continued on and the immorality altered our morality. So the disobedience is what kept us from living forever. The disobedience is what stopped God from allowing us to continue with the mind that wasn't governed by him. You can't have that mind and live forever. Can you imagine what this world would be? If the evil continued on and there was no stop because the seed was already planted, the seed was already in the ground. And though God put a challenge for it not to prosper and multiply as much, there's still a race. We still have to do our part of what God intends to do. And we're countering the enemy's part because he's trying to get his job done too. Matthew 6 and 24, honey. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't say you walk with God and you do your own thing. That, that just doesn't, this just doesn't. Light and darkness can't be in the same room. You can't walk in the room, you know, turn on. Oh, it's just light, dark. No, it's dark light. No, it's either one or the other. God says you're either hot or you're cold. He doesn't like the gray areas. And we create those gray areas to make us comfortable so we can do what we feel we can do for ourselves, to please ourselves. And God's will doesn't ever get fulfilled. And then when you see a dying world, you think God's not here. When you look at the political offices, you think God's not here. No. We reflect God. God's going to always be who he is. He's not going to be more of God of who he is. We need to be more of God's children. God's ultimately who he is. He's not going to get bigger than what he is. Our job is to make him big here. Amen? Amen. 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 Glory to God. What is the kingdom of God like? Luke 13, honey. This is the meaning of the parable of the seed. He said unto, then he said, unto what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast it into the garden, and it grew, and it waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches. The mustard seed is known to be the smallest herb seed. Once you put it in the ground, the Bible says that, but a mustard seed is an herb. It's not supposed to be a tree. It's supposed to grow to be the size of a shrub. So what he's saying is, wow. that's the word of God. It starts off tiny and small. And once it's put into ground, it grows with unexplainable, you can't even explain how it got to be as big as it is. But it has tiny beginnings to make, to become a world impact. So wow. when you plant a seed, it's not your job to babysit God's word. You plant the seed in a culture and you allow it to become what it becomes, it'll, be, it'll max out to that tree. And people will make it, it's obvious then. The seed, you can't see a seed. The seed's small, but you just know it's there. But it's the fruit that we see, and the right. fruit is us. Right. So right. our job to be in line with the will of God in order for our fruit to flourish. Amen. People have to ask you about you because you resemble the God that they don't see in this world. Right. So right. all the right. chaos, right. that's on us. It's on us. How many people really, you don't like the, you don't like the president, but are you praying for the president? Because that's what's in office. Yeah, right. You don't right. see, you don't like what you see, but do you see the good that he's even doing? There are some things. Yeah. I loved Obama too, but you know, there's some things as a Christian, 
it didn't line up with what I needed God to do in my kids' life. Some things were against the culture that Christ had. Though the personality was what we liked, that's great, but that's tricky. It has to line up with God's work. And we're not having God here to do his work. And we're the holdup. It's not the world. You cannot be mad at the world for doing this job. You got to be mad at the church for not doing this job. We have the assignment. They're not seeing what the assignment is. Our assignment is to turn that culture around back to God. That's good. That's good. Wow. Honey, I didn't give you this one, but I'll read it. Matthew 11 and 12, the English, um, the English Standard Version. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence. The New Living Translation said, and from the time when John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been, forceful, has been forcefully advancing and the violent people are attacking it. People don't like you to oppose their lifestyle or oppose who they feel they are and it's really not our job to nitpick on what is or isn't our job is to just direct people to who God is yes. once people get into a relationship with who God is you're going to want to please him once you get to know who he is you, you will fall in love with him and once you fall in love with him you're going to want to do his will yes. now that's just the seed The seed is I'm introducing you to God yes. the rest of it is God's doing yes. so yeah. When we don't do that, that's when we get angry and you're going to go to hell. You're going to burn there because you're not do- You can't do that. That's not what God is saying. He's saying to plant the seed because throughout the beginning, it was a seed planted. Whether he planted a seed or the enemy planted a seed, fruit came up. Now, our job is to annihilate what the enemy was trying to create and to allow and cultivate and, and, and bring up what God has. That's what's supposed to stand out. So the world right now is not loving the church. Because we're always pushing church culture and not Jesus culture. Right. Wow. Wow. Jesus loves wow. humanity. Yes. Wow. And I'll tell you when the first time I got saved, wow. I didn't get saved because I was given a list of all the things I did wrong and I felt bad. No, we'd have been there for days. What drew me was the love of Christ. Someone came to me and told me how much Jesus loved me. And I, in return, I, could, I loved him right back. And because I loved him, all I wanted to do was the right thing by him. Yes. Was I perfect? No. Am I still perfect? No. Not at all. But through his grace, he's not even worried about that. Just like I tell my kids, do the best you can. I'm not asking for 100. If 80 is your best, that's 100 for me. And that's how God is. So to love him, to know him is to love him. To love him is to know him. And our introduction to people is just the love of Jesus Christ. Not the checking off the dotting the I's and crossing the T's. That's not, that's not what we do. That's why the world is turned off by the church. Because yes. we're always a, rules, a list of rules of do's and don'ts. And God's not about that. If you love me, you want to do right. I love my husband. I don't agree with everything. You know that, honey. But because I love him. <laughs> and we know that. Because we love each other. We have that respect. And it's important for us to just be always there with each other. So we'll bend. Just to please each other. Yeah, I don't like that outfit, right? But I'll wear it. Because that's what you do. Now, for God, in all that he asks, he's not asking impossible things of us. He's not. He asks us what we can do. We put the limits on ourselves. God is limitless. He came to me ready. Supreme, paramount, high-ranking. Oh, my. Right? Outstanding. Those are, that's God. And he made us ages. He made us, in Genesis, God-like. Yes. That's not just a, not a mirror reflection, 
We're given the attributes, the essence of who I am. I'm gonna put it inside a man, and I want him to take that, prosper, multiply it, keep it moving, fill the earth, subdue yes. what's not subject to that. That's what he's given us. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Sure. Now, talking about seed, I love the story of Joseph. And this one makes me sad too, but it's a good ending. So Joseph, <laughs> you didn't have to, it's Genesis 40, 41. I'll just talk through it. Joseph, and as a parent, I have my three boys. Each one thinks the other one's a favorite. I think I did that on purpose, just to, I don't know. They think Noah was my favorite because I put more attention on you, Noah. But he's my last baby. That's just what they see. But Uriah was my first baby. Yeah. Levi was my happy baby. Noah was my last baby, right, honey? Okay. So I know as a parent how it can appear that he might be my favorite. He's not. I just love him all the same. So Joseph, his father recognized, I guess, God's favor on him. <clears throat> but his outward expression to knowing that God's hand was on his life was to decorate him above all the others. He wasn't the oldest son, he wasn't the middle son, he wasn't even the youngest son. He just appeared to be the favorite son because his dad did what he did. So that's, that had some animosity between him and his brothers. They despised him, they didn't like him, they wanted to get rid of him. They put him in a pit to say that they actually originally wanted to kill him but God had other plans. Now the pit I see was the soil. Mm. They put him in the ground. That's good. Hoping that he would disappear, like when you do with a seed. But yet, that was the start of his journey throughout life. He was the seed to Egypt. Put him in the ground. He was plucked out. Put into slavery. Pulled out. Placed into Potter's house. Pulled out. Put into prison. Pulled out again. Out of jail. He interpreted dreams. Ended up in Pharaoh's house. Now, even that plucking out and putting in, plucking out, putting in, I would call it, if anyone does any gardening, repotting. Yes. Wow. Why do we repot? Wow. We repot to give the plant a better environment, better soil yes. to make it grow. Amen. Wow. And even in that, you're plucking away, you're pruning away, which I believe is Joseph's character. Because I know he was cocky. I would be. I got this coat. I got this coat. <laughs> I'm the favorite. So I believe. I believe with everything. That was for his character. That was the pruning. So even in that, put into slavery, wasn't in his environment. Put into Potiphar's house, wasn't in his final environment. Put into jail, and how are you in jail? Now, if you're watching this, it's still God's command. It's still the prosper, which meant advance, promote. It was still the multiply, because in the end, we'll get to that. It was still <laughs> prosper, subdue. You had keys in the prison. Who does that? You know how you're a right. prisoner with keys to the prison? Let yourself out. Right. Let everybody out. Right? But he was still subject to authority, which was amazing. He was wrongfully convicted, went to prison, and still stayed under the law that they had wow. down there. Awesome. That's Amen. While he's down there, he's not, I'm sure, I, I know he was screaming. We just don't hear that. You know he was upset. He's telling them, don't forget me when you get out. I'm not getting out yet. He's, he's still operating his gifts in that environment, still doing his job, he's still on assignment, still interpreting, which eventually got him out and put in Pharaoh's home. And to have been that right hand of Pharaoh at a time when there was such a famine in Egypt, the Bible says that the whole Egypt was in famine. And Joseph, the seed of Egypt, was able to feed all of Egypt. Wow. All of Egypt wow. said he would, he would trade 
But they had to give seed, give seed, put seed, and the seed fed Egypt. But that's the word wow. of God. Wow. That's the word that we have when God says, take it, sow it, cultivate it. It's going to multiply. It's going to feed. That's what feeds God's word. That's so good. It's God's words that feed. We just stop there and don't continue on. What's that, honey? Amen. 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 That's good. Our job is to be encouraged to know that you are an agent of God. With everything that we see going on, God still wins. God always wins. God's winning now. God's ahead of the game. We don't stop doing what we do because of what we see that's not working. Because more is working than not working. Than than what's not working. Media put out the sensational stories. I didn't even stop reading the news. I'm like, honey, did you see that? Did you read that? That rape. (laughs) Yes, the volcano's still erupting in Hawaii. You just pray for the people. You can't keep looking for bad news. And good news doesn't even interest us anymore. I don't want to hear about the cat got saved and the, it doesn't interest right, you anymore because the right. sensation news is the bad news. Yeah. But then it's highlighted and it makes you feel that God's not winning, which he is yeah. and always yeah. is. Yeah. You got to, again, Amen. reach into that kingdom, pull down the invisible, pull it down to the present, bring it to the earth where people can see. Yeah. That's good. people That's so can good. see. Yeah. So Woo. succeed. Woo. Fruitful. Be much many. Take charge. That's the prosper. Reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God is going to continue to make it where the cultures clash. Yes. Because we're supposed to see a clear difference on where God is and where God isn't. And again, it's not to be discouraged where you don't see God. It's our job to implement where God is. We all have a sphere of influence that we work in, that we're in. It may not be on the platform we'd like it as of yet, but in practicing who we are in that sphere and how God uses us, we'll get the opportunity to make the impact that we all want to see. The little bit that's just going on, you may not see progress. I told somebody the other day, I said, he's moving. Trust me, he's moving. If you stare at the clock and you look at the hour hand, you see no movement. You'll stay there for three hours, you still can't visibly see the movement. But when you go back to see that the one is now three, after two hours, mm-hmm. it's movement, mm-hmm. it's progress. It's yes. not for you to sit yes. there and babysit the progress, yes. it's for you to sit there in faith. Yes. God yes. only moves through inviting, you have to be in, he, you have to invite God in. Yes. He moves through faith. Yes. He's not a bully, he's not gonna push his way in, he's in by invitation only. Yes. He's not in because you just wanna discredit him, he comes in because you want to know who he is. Yes. He's not coming in just to answer your questions. You. He wants relationship. He's yes. not a genie. You're not going to ask him for something one minute. He doesn't come through. You don't believe him. Relationship. Anyone here asks you for $100, I'll probably give it to you. Someone come up to street. No, not even five. I don't know you. God is like that. It's about relationship. It's about relationship. He doesn't want to be used. No one wants to be used. And for yes. all that God has done, why would you want to just use him? Yeah. Yeah. All that he, yeah. I, we can never repay God for what he's done for us. Yeah. He's given us the hope, the ability to see that there's something better than just this life, yeah. which yeah. still gets better. This yes. life gets better. Yes. I believe. Practice who he is. You allow him to practice that in you. It's better. He yeah. said it. He gave it to us. Prosper. Be fruitful and multiply. I'm going with this. Prosper, yeah. be fruitful, and multiply. Yeah. Prosper, yeah. advance, 
Be fruitful, bear fruit, multiply, spread it out. Yes, yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, kingdom culture. So, kingdom culture is the Jesus culture. Right. It's supposed to oppose the enemy's culture. They're never going to get along. God said it's going to be to the end of days that this one and that one will never. Again, I believe the church in the early days not early days, I'll tell you, maybe 25 years ago, we just didn't do it right. So now, culture has grown to really despise what church is. And we don't need to teach the world what church is, because that's not who Jesus is. Jesus is Jesus. (laughs) Jesus is not a thing. He's not an institution. He's the kingdom of God. He's who God was and what God wanted the best for us to have, because this world isn't figuring it out the right way. So we need to be who we are and allow God to use us where we are. I admire Ricardo in his, in his industry. My husband and I always ask him questions like, what's it like over there? So people, but just in the, who he is reflects who God is because people always question him, ask him, you go to church? I checked you out on, uh, I Googled you, I saw your Instagram, and they're asking him questions. They want him to start groups and wherever he goes to do the, the thing he does when he's gone, what do you do? <laughs> but he always lets his light shine. That's what it's about, letting your light shine. And when you see him, it reflects the God-like thing. I see God and I see Ricardo. And it makes, I, okay, I, I'm going to be transparent. I get jealous because people say they hug Ricardo. They feel Jesus. <laughs> and it's true because that's, that's what it is. It's the love of God. It's the love of God. Not the con- condemnation, the conviction of yeah. I want to please him. Not the condemning. we got to get past that. Even God didn't condemn. He loved us, gave us all this beautiful stuff. And when you messed up, here it is. You're going to be hurting when you have babies. And you're going to till the ground. It's just what it is. And I still love you. How about that? Wow. I still love you. Amen. With that, and, and even with what we're going through in time to get to the end result, it's the character. He said, I want to make sure this is real love they have for me. I want to make sure it's real yes. love for humanity they have for me. I want to make sure that they're, 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 they're genuine with what they feel. I don't want any robots. I don't want anyone to love me because they got to. I want people to love me for who I am, which is relationship. And I want, I want them to spread that. I want them to teach everyone else that. I need them to let people know who I am. I'm a loving God. I'm a forgiving God. He could have just wiped the earth off. He could have messed up and just start all over again. And he allowed us to keep going on. Thank you. That's merciful. Even then. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. We're done. We can actually close our Bibles. (laughs) Close our Bibles and we can stand. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're trying to get this thing right, God. Hallelujah. Trying to understand what you want for us, Lord. Hallelujah. Trying to please you, God. Let the world know who you are the right way, the loving way. Amen. Way was intent trying to bring back, reestablish, reassign, recover, reclaim, yes. return, Hallelujah. recover. Yes, Lord. Not what we want to be. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we're here another day to hear your word, God. Another day to have a chance to be in real relationship with you. Know who you are and what you require of us, God. And we are honored 
that you've given each and every one of us an assignment, God, yes. to help recover and redeem this world for you once again, Lord. We know, God, that you win. And we know through us, we need to see your glory throughout the world, Lord Jesus. We thank you that you've handpicked every one of us here, God. And you believe in us, Father, that we could carry out this assignment that you've given us, God. And we won't do it alone, Lord. We know Holy Spirit, you're with us. And we know you've placed us here together, Father, that we can uplift one another, God. Any times that are challenging, God, and times that we think we can't make another day, Lord, or the week has been lost, Father, help us like you would, Father. Put each and every one of each other's hearts, God, that we may pick up a phone, Lord, pick up a prayer, Lord, that we can lift each other up, Father, for this end time, God. We thank you and we love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Lift those hands up towards heaven for a moment. What a sober word. And here's your moment to really just love on God for a couple of seconds. And she talked about that love, that unconditional love that we didn't even deserve it, but he gave it to us. Just take a minute and just let Jesus know how much you love him. It's not about a religion. It's not about an institution. We're here today because we love Him. So just take a minute and let those lips of clay that He shaped, that He created. The Bible says the glory is between your lips. Because when you say, I love you, Jesus, glory is produced in the earth. But when you keep your lips silent, nothing happens. You block up the glory of God. So just take a minute and just produce some glory in this room. What is glory? Glory is just the presence of God. The Bible says he breathes in the praises of his people. That when you begin to praise God, he shows up where there's oxygen. Your praise is his oxygen. Your hallelujah is his oxygen. Your I love you Jesus is his oxygen. But when you keep your mouth shut, you smother him out the room. Is there anyone that has anything for God to breathe today? Does anybody have any praise for God to breathe in today? Does anybody have a hallelujah for God to breathe in today? Come on, release some glory into this room. Come on, release this glory. Come on, release this glory in this room. Lord, you're beautiful. 
Lord, we just thank you. For our hearts are madly in love with you. Our hearts are madly in love with you. Our hearts are madly in love with you. And for those who don't have that testimony, Father, we pray. Spring down the piano just a little bit for me. We pray that they have this testimony before this week is over. That their hearts will become madly in love with you. For there's no greater joy than to love Jesus. And we thank you for the opportunity. We know that you loved us, but we thank you that we have the heart to love you back. And today we just say thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love. How many people are thankful for the love of Christ? If you're thankful, come on, put those hands together and give God a thankful praise. Listen, before you sit down, we're going to let you go in a minute, but just tell three people that God's love is great. Come on, just tell 